Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. Welcome back to the Heine House Gaming and Tech Podcast. I'm your good friend, Jason Heine, hanging out with you on this lovely day. It is uh, January, February, March, April 20th, 2021. And uh, it's uh, just past 8 o'clock in the morning here in the desert. And uh, we're going to jump in and talk about some gaming and tech on this podcast. I appreciate you being here with me. Thank you for spending the next hour with me. Heinehouse.com is the website if you want to learn more about this crazy individual that you're listening to. If there's any first timers, maybe there's uh, you know, some new listeners. I'm so thankful to have you. Thank you for being here. Uh, we talk about gaming and tech and we talk about a lot of stuff, even stuff related to life, things that impact us. Uh, you know, we go down that rabbit hole because I'm kind of an overly highly sensitive person. I'm realizing about myself. And things affect me and hit me differently. And I tend to share my thoughts and views on that sort of thing. And uh, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun to, to be open and honest with our, with ourselves. You know what I mean? It's uh, I love, I love gaming. I love tech. I love the, the fantasy world. I love the escape that gaming brings us. It's, I mean, I've been collecting my whole life. I love it. But I also know that in the end, there's also the real life element that, it's okay to talk about, bring up. So we go there sometimes too. It's, I don't know. It, I don't think a lot of people do podcasts too much like that. I mean, there are some that are very specific, I think, towards certain topics, but mine's kind of all over the board. So you're going to get a mixed bag here, but <laughs> I appreciate you being here. And speaking of appreciating, I want to thank all of the patrons you see right here on your screen. Thank you, folks for your support patreon.com slash jason heine or of course just on my website heinehouse.com that's where you're going to find all of this information i want to thank everyone on the in the game loft main floor and ground floor tiers for your support in fact your pledge your support is keeping this podcast alive and well and that means a lot to me thank you so much uh the the pledges go directly towards uh heine house entertainment and its entity. So thank you very, very much. Appreciate you all so much. Let's jump in and talk about some gaming and tech. But first, I got some random news. Actually, this is really exciting. Actually, I have a huge announcement, huge announcement. And I have, I've held off on saying it until it kind of was like uh, official, official, official. So I didn't really want to talk about it, but this isn't like the most amazing, um, announcement just for this year or like this week but like this is this is probably the one of the biggest announcements I'll I'll make as far as like my personal life is concerned uh I guess I could just come right out and say it uh, Stephanie and I were very very excited because uh, we bought a house yes we bought a house and uh it's a brand new house it's a new build in fact and we are able to, because it's a new build, we're able to design it really from the ground up, uh, from everything from the countertops to the cabinets to the flooring to even the knobs and on the doors and the door handles. And I mean, it's it's crazy. You know, I, I'm able to actually design the tech that's going to be in the house with, the, you know, the Ethernet and the, the power and, you know, the, the, the different uh, circuits. And I mean, like, it's it's insane. It's so cool. And we never thought that that would be something like in our future because I've, I guess I've always felt, 
I feel that getting a house is so difficult to do. You know, the conditions have to be right. And the market's crazy right now, as you know. And um, we definitely had a little bit of, uh, quite a bit actually, of luck and timing to to do this. And we, I've been open about this. We've I've talked about this on the podcast, sort of, you know, kind of in a, in a roundabout way because we were looking into it for sure. But um, yeah, I mean, we, we, we did it. We pulled the trigger on it and, and we got with um, a builder who is able to, to do the new build in a community that's a little bit further away from where we are now. So it's a little bit on the outskirts. We had to, in order to afford it, that's just the reality of it, but it's fine. It's about equal commute to my work. So that's perfectly fine and normal. Um, but the nice thing about it is that it's actually for us anyway, it, it's not that impossible because being first time home buyers, we got a lot of perks with that. Um, doing the financing through, you know, uh, who we went through, they were able to, to do a lot of perks. Um, the, the builder was able to throw in a bunch of perks, um, you know, and help with closing costs and all these things to where like, it's not, it wasn't a crazy amount of money out of pocket. And I just feel that I feel we kind of got lucky. Um, I've been very open about, you know, my past and, and how I have, I've spent, uh, I talked about this on my, my 10 year retrospective a bit, but I mean, I've spent the last you know, about eight years working on rebuilding my credit. Um, and, and I've done that and I feel that it's, it's, I'm now taking advantage of the hard work that I've put in to do that. Right. So, um, my credit is now spotless. It's fantastic. And I'm able to use that to my advantage. These are, these are, you know, it's just a game, right? You just got to play the fucking game. And if you do, if you play it right, um, you know, it can work out in your favor. And we're just very happy. We're, we feel, we feel very lucky. Um, I mean, cause of, I mean, I've mentioned this again, I've mentioned this before, but the long story short was that our, we've been rent, we're renting, right? So our, our landlord raised our rent 300 bucks last year, like right in the middle smack dab of COVID. It's just like, oh, by the way, we're raising your rent next month, 300 bucks. I'm like, what? There's gotta be a law against that. No, there's not a law about that here, at least in Arizona. We just thought that was just madness and outrageous. And so we joked, we we're like, God, we're paying a mortgage at that rate. We're paying a mortgage. We might as well just pay our own mortgage. And we laughed, ha <laughs> we might as well. And then we looked at each other. We're like, why don't we? Now, why don't we? We're paying someone else's mortgage. Let's just pay one for us. Let's invest in ourselves. And that's just kind of what we did. We looked into it and, and the cards fell right. And uh, the opportunity presented itself and we took advantage of it. And so, yeah, we've, we've committed to do that. And so it's really, really great. We're really happy. This is really a, a turning a new chapter. This is, this is a huge step for both of us. So we're very, very happy. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be our, our place. It's going to be a very nice, nice place designed the way that we like. And, um, it's going to be great. I'm going to have my own studio set up podcast room. We have an entire living room, which is going to be our new game room. You know, we've got it all kind of planned out. She has her own study now where she's going to have her bookcases and her reading nook. And, you know, these are things that are exciting for us. And, you know, keep us whole and keep us excited. You know what I mean? So we're very happy. We're very thankful. And it's, it's, we're staying, we're trying to stay humble about it. Um, you know, because we know that 
other people are suffering. You know what I mean? So it's hard to, it's hard to, sometimes it's hard to celebrate when, you know, there's a lot of other stuff going on in the world that, that's difficult. But, um, bottom line is we had to get out of a situation that was not good for us. And we did, and we were very lucky to have done so. So, uh, hopefully sometime this summer, we're going to move into it, which is a new, which is, which turns a new chapter for us. Um, as far as even YouTube and in, in content is concerned, um, I talked about this kind of at the beginning of the year, but I want to reiterate again is that more and new type and diverse types of content is going to be coming to Heine House on YouTube. Uh, I've even contemplated on uh, possibly streaming uh, on YouTube um, uh, more with doing vlogs and live type stuff and maybe even gaming. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm open to that. So I'm, uh, but even doing stuff from the studio and things around uh, our house and our nice kitchen. Now we can do food stuff and cooking and uh, we have ideas for food segments and all kinds of great stuff. So a lot of stuff will be coming towards the end of the year, if not probably the beginning of next year. So stay tuned for all that. I'm not stressing about it. You know, I know I, I post on YouTube when I can. And, uh, but I think more is coming for the future. So stay tuned for that. We're very, very excited about the future, about our house. Okay. I know I've, I've gone on enough about it, but it's a huge news. This is the, one of the biggest announcements I think I'll ever make in my adult life. Um, let's jump into some gaming news. You want to talk about some gaming news? How about that? I've got a transition. Let's do that. Let's just jump right in. Get into the mood here. This segment brought to you by Fundies. The underwear built for two. Half the fun is getting into them. The other half is up to you. All right, gaming news. Um, Pac-Man 99BR has arrived. Yes, remember we talked about Tetris 99BR? We talked about this on Switch. We're like, this is the BR that no one asked for, but everyone wants. Well, you know, Tetris is amazing. They took away that Mario 35. They took it away. Why, Nintendo? Why would you do that? I, I know you're celebrating its anniversary or the year or 35. You know, now it's 36. Okay, I get it. But still, like, dude, th those games can print you money. Just print you money. So they took away Mario 35 BR. And we were, like, wondering what is going to be in its place. Well, Pac-Man. Namco is Pac-Man. Wonderful. Wonderful game. Absolutely wonderful. Um, and dude, it's, it's honestly, it's like, it's so fun. It's, it's basically Pac-Man with some other elements added in and it's very, very, um, intense and uh, it can be kind of, um, f you know, fast paced depending on the power-ups that you get. And it's, it's a ton of fun. Honestly, it's free to play. You should jump in and definitely give it a whirl and they have, you can pay for the, like the DLC and it adds, a bunch of different, you know, skins and maps and kind of themes, rather, which is which are great. And I, honestly, I think it should be invested in. This stuff's very, very good. Um, so, so that is something new. And so, my question is, because I know Nintendo would love to continue this '99 this BR theme here. It's very successful with Tetris and Mario 35. It was huge. It's hugely successful. So, my question is, what's next? They're working with Namco. Okay, so they're branching outside. Well, they did it with Tetris too. They don't own Tetris. But they, they're branching outside of their realm. So my question to you, and I'd love to hear if you have anything. You can, of course, give me a call and leave a voicemail for this if you want. Or you can just write me an email too, send it in. But what, 
what other BR style of game like this do you think we will see? There's absolutely no doubt in my mind that they will continue this, this theme of doing these kinds of games because they're very popular, very successful. Everyone loves them. So what do you think we're going to see next? I have a feeling that they're going to want to do something with Zelda, but I don't know how they're going to implement that. What are your thoughts? How do you think they would implement Zelda? Zelda 1, Zelda 2? What, Link to the Past? What would they do, a speed run? No. Maybe a timed event like they used to do with the Mario, the World Championships, the Nintendo World Championships? No. Maybe. I don't know. Dude, they could absolutely, that just actually just hit my hit in my head on when I was thinking about that. They could absolutely do Nintendo World Championships style game again, right? Rad Racer, Mario, Tetris. Yeah. Throw them all three in. That'd be awesome. Speaking of uh, Rad Racer, though, how about we get a, a racing BR game? What do you say about that? We need to get some of that going. That's what I'm talking about. Get us some F-Zero or something. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know how they'd implement it or how it would work, but my mind's just going crazy thinking about that. I don't know. What other BR games would you like to see and how do you think they would implement them? I would love to hear that. Oh, and you can give me a call on the hotline, 503-908-5490. 503-908-5490. Give me a call. Pause the podcast. Give me a call right now. I'd love to hear it. A Star Wars Republic Commando Remastered has been released. This was this was great, and it kind of came out of left field, to be honest. Uh, this was a game released back in 2003 originally, and uh, Republic Commando, it's a first-person shooter um, in the Star Wars universe, and you play a bounty hunter, and you have a squad of, of highly trained um, soldiers that fight with you, and you have three people in your squad and they all have individual strengths and what they do. One's a sniper, one's a scout, one is a like a heavy. So like they have, there's like class-based almost. Like this, seriously, this game is so far ahead of its time. So far ahead of its time. It's un unbelievable. And I've been going back. I just I just played it last week. I did it live on stream. And uh, I'm playing the PC version, not the remastered version. I'm playing the, the original PC version, but I downloaded a mod that allows it to look really good and play much better and fix some bug bug fixes and things like that. So very, very, very cool. Um, I would love for you to come check me out on Twitch. Uh, I stream Saturday nights at uh, 7 p.m. Pacific. So mark your calendars. Come on by and hang out with me on those nights. But the yeah, Star Wars Republic Commando, it's, it's available right now. PS5, Series X, Switch, I believe, and uh, PC. I can't imagine it running very well on Switch. You know, even though it's a 2003 game, I know it's older, but man, I know. We need that Switch Pro, right? Where's that Switch Pro? Yeah, bro, where is it? What? I don't even know. Oh, wrong key. Now, where is it? Where's my bro? There it is. Um, This is actually really cool. I saw this earlier in the year. Uh, I think it was at the Games Awards, to be honest. But um, Hot Wheels Unleashed. How long has it been since we got a proper Hot Wheels game? It had to have been on PS2. What was it? World Series X? Or what was it? I don't know. My seriously, my favorite Star or Star Wars, my favorite Hot Wheels game is Hot Wheels Turbo Racing on N64. Not the PS1 port, the one on 64. It's brilliant. If you haven't played that one, definitely check it out. So I'm I'm super hyped for the new Hot Wheels game. Very excited. GameSpot, this was like two days ago I saw this. They recently showed off 10 minutes of, of gameplay. They played it. They said for about 45 minutes, they captured about 10 minutes of it. 
and put it up. There's like three different maps, three different vehicles that they used. And uh, yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm watching it. I'm absolutely triggered. I'm super happy. It looks incredible. And I cannot wait to play it. That is an absolute day one purchase for me. Day one, Hot Wheels Unleashed. PS5, Series X, Switch, PC. 40 different tracks, 60 different Hot Wheel cars. The footage, they said, was pre-alpha. Of course, that makes sense, pre-alpha. But it looks solid. It looks so polished. Kudos. Who did it? Milestone? I didn't write down the developer. I think it's Milestone. Congratulations to the whole team. What an incredible game. Looks great. I'll be buying it. I'll be supporting that for sure. Um, the big N, Nintendo, they quietly shut down the Nintendo Labo homepage. <laughs> Jeez. Bruh. Who didn't see that coming? They quietly shut it down. It was dedicated to Labo's um, ecosystem of things. And uh, they they basically shut that down. And right now, if you go to it, I think it's uh, nintendo.labo.com, I believe. Oh, labo.nintendo.com. Yeah. It just redirects you now to a product page for Labo VR only. That's it. So they basically got rid of all the other stuff. And now it's like Labo VR. This is probably... Folks, I'm just saying this is probably going to be the last hurrah for anything Labo related. So be on the lookout for that. If you ever wanted that, if you wanted to buy a, you know, pure Nintendo cardboard, do it now because it's going away quick. Oh, yeah, Nintendo. Uh, F-Zero isn't dead per se. It's just sleeping says uh, Nintendo legend. And I'm, I'm definitely going to I'm going to mess up the name and I'm very sorry for that, but it's uh, Takaya Imamura, Imamura, Imamura. I'm going to totally butcher it. Um, recently, he retired from Nintendo after spending the last 30 years working for Miyamoto, working under Miyamoto rather. I'm surprised I've never heard of this gentleman. I should I should know. Um, he helped create games like F-Zero, Majora's Mask, and many, many others. Recently, um, he spoke with IGN, and IGN has a great article and interview. You should read the whole thing. That's on their website, IGN.com. Um, they spoke with him about his 32 years with Nintendo. They spoke about F-Zero, and of course, uh, they commented on that. He, so he said here, quote, of course, I've thought about it many times, but... Without a new grand idea, it's hard to bring it back, he said. Uh, those comments echo those made by Miyamoto back in 2012, who said in an interview that he was, quote, puzzled that people wanted a new entry in the series because he felt Nintendo had achieved everything that could be done with the franchise, he said. Since the first episode on the Super Nintendo, many games have made have been made, but the series that evolved that let me, let me try this again. Hold on. What the fuck did I write here? He says, from the very first episode on the Super Nintendo, many games have been made, but the series has evolved very little. Okay. That's what he said. He said, I thought people have, have grown wary of it. Why well, have zero? Like he was questioning it. What do you want that we haven't done before? He says, that was all quote. Even so, in the interview, Imamuro is adamant that F-Zero isn't gone forever. Even though he's no longer at Nintendo, he assures IGN that the franchise still has a future, which perhaps hints that there are projects ongoing within the company that we don't know about. Um, I read this, and, and in fact, it, it pissed me off. 
it, it upset me because first of all, first of all, I'm going to get triggered here and now I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to rant a little bit here. The thing is, is Nintendo and Mr. Miyamoto, with all due respect, but I mean, just wake up. You got to wake up, man. Because listen, what grand idea do you think F-Zero really needs? It doesn't need a grand idea or something, some new gimmick. It doesn't need any of that. It just needs a fucking reboot. Just bring it back. Just give it to us again. It's been, what, 18 years? What, F-Zero GX on the GameCube? That was the last F-Zero? Dude, you brought back Big Blue in Smash, the level, right? We've seen it. All right? Nice nod. We appreciate that. All right? But we, all you need to do is like do a, do a, a remaster. In fact, just e even that, just take, do, do a new F zero game. Give us retro maps, give us new maps, give us new gameplay of the same gameplay. All right. We don't need anything special. Give us local four player split screen, couch co-op multiplayer. Give us maybe two player online racing leaderboards, ghost. Maybe you send your ghost to a friend, call it a day. That's it. That's your grand idea, F-Zero Online. Call it that, F-Zero Online. Holy shit, does that not ring a bell? It's perfect, F-Zero Online. I love it. That's a perfect name. It says everything you need to say. It's F-Zero on fucking line. It's perfect. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see it. Considering, okay, if you're sitting there shaking your head like, nah, Jay, you're full of shit. Well, think about this. What grand idea, what grand amazing idea has kicked off Mario Kart for the last, uh, I don't know, 10 years? Come on, let's be real. Sit down. Let's be real with each other. Mario Kart has been the exact same game since Mario Kart Wii. Come at me, bro. I'm I got I am not holding anything back. That's absolutely accurate. And you know it. You may not want to admit it. You may be like, no, they're different. They're not. Think about it. They're not. They're pretty much the same game. And you know what? That's fine. It's wonderful. And it prints them money. If they release an, a new F-Zero game every two years, uh, we, will, we all would buy it. We would buy it. They've done it with Mario Kart. They could do it with F-Zero. They don't need any grand idea. Just bring the series back. You know what? Fuck it. Don't even do it. Give it to Shinin. That's the fast racing Neo developers. Shinin. Give it to them. They pretty much already make an F-Zero clone as it is. Let them do the game. Give them all the art assets for F-Zero. Let them do it. Done Done deal. You've done it with Monster Games. You let Monster Games handle Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. You let Monster Games handle your Excite, your coveted, beloved Excite series. Excite Truck. Excite Bots. The Excite Bike uh, Wii Wear version eShop game. Yeah. Yeah, you let them do that. Monster Games in Texas. You let them have it. Come on. Get it together, baby. Get it together. Don't get me triggered. Don't say stupid shit like that. Speaking of weird stuff, Sony shuts down their PlayStation store for the PSP and PS3 consoles. You guys hear about this? I'm adding a long pause here because I want you to be like, no, it's not. It's open. You didn't even hear it, you big dummy. Right, what happened? I know. I heard it on my way home today, actually, from work. Then they reversed it? What? Crazy. Hey, 
Round of applause, folks. The internet wins. Sometimes the internet wins. The immense backlash. This is just my words. I didn't I didn't read an article. I just saw it on Twitter. My Twitter's blowing up with it right now. I but I just I'm assuming that the immense backlash from the entire gaming community made Sony rethink. And I think because Sony has made some missteps in the last couple of years with things, especially with this botched launch of their PS5. So I think I think this was a smart move. And maybe it was just a marketing gimmick. It could it could have been. It I mean, you never know at this point. But um they are keeping the stores open, at least for now. Great stuff. So, hey, uh, you know, if anyone out there just dropped a bunch of money buying games on the PSP store, the PS3 store, um, well, uh, hey, at least you have your games now because guess what? Eventually it will get pulled. That's just the reality of it. So it's kind of, it's kind of a shame. But at least it's open again right now. It did not go away. How about that stuff? How about that? That was some gaming. Pretty good, right? Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talk about some tech news coming up. Uh, tech news brought to you by Road Rash. CD-ROM Classics Collection by Electronic Arts. Road Rash, the CD-ROM version. Um, tech news. Okay, so uh, this is that Elon Internet. We've, we bring it up every once in a while in the tech section because there's, there's some cool stuff that's happening with that. Starlink, that's his satellite internet that is basically high-speed internet that he claims that he wants to provide internet service to everyone in the world, everywhere in the world. I feel like there's any guy that's going to do it. He's going to do it. Starlink internet should be fully mobile by the end of 2021 at the end of this year. SpaceX new Starlink satellite internet service is in a very limited beta testing period right now as they speak, but the company is already thinking ahead. As first noted by CNBC's SpaceX has filed an application with the FCC for Starlink components that would allow the service to work on moving vehicles. Big moving vehicles, that is. Elon Musk tweeted that the existing Starlink terminals are too big for Tesla vehicles and that the idea is targeted at planes, RVs, trucks, and ships. By the end of the year, you will be able to move your Starlink to another location, RV, moving vehicle, or other. They want to launch sometime... They want to launch some more satellites in the future to get more coverage before that is possible. So if you have, um, actually, my good friend Cody, uh, he moved out to Michigan. And so he was out in a rural area in Michigan, didn't have internet at all. And uh, he contacted, actually, this is a great tie-in. He he told me about this. He contacted his ISP and they wanted to charge him about $20,000 to dig a half-mile trench to the hub of where uh, the internet was. Uh, didn't reach all the way to his house. So $20,000 out of pocket and they would dig a trench and run internet to his residence, high-speed internet. Of course, that's out of the picture. So he signed up for the Starlink beta and got in and, in fact, got the satellite, got the, the, all, the connect, all the connections and all the, the gear there, hooked it all up, and he said it worked flawlessly. He had fantastic internet service. I think he said he had, it was like 100 down and 20 up or something. I mean, that's, that's more than enough to stream your, your videos. That's more than enough to stream or, or do high-speed internet downloads. I mean, it's not the fastest. It's not gigablast. Of course not. But we're talking about satellite. We're talking, dude, satellite normally is not even a fraction of that. It's garbage. It's like a step above landline. So it's amazing. Amazing. So uh, yeah, this is, this is great news for that. Great news for that. And uh, they said that uh, Elon did go on to say that they're going to continue to increase speeds 
They're going to continue to increase the coverage. And I think this is great. And having it be connected, like vehicle to vehicle or, you know, vehicle to home or vehicle to satellite, I think this is a really great way to get internet in all places and great coverage. I think it's really awesome, to be honest. Think about that for a second. That's going to be really, really neat. So shout out to the Starlink team. I think that's really great. Um, unfortunately, not all things Elon Musk are going well. We, It's a very somber story, to be honest. Um, but we had uh, the other day, two days ago, there was a, uh, a crash, a fatal crash, unfortunately, with a, a Model S, a Tesla Model S in Houston, Texas, I believe is where it was. Um, so we celebrate these new achievements with internet, but we also had this horrible, horrific crash uh, that happened. Basically, the story is, is there were two, two gentlemen in the car. And uh, for whatever reason, the driver switched to the passenger seat while the car was either moving or when it wasn't moving. Um, and then the car began to drive uh, in autopilot. And then the other person was in the back seat. And so the, the two guys, one was in the passenger seat and a car was driving itself. One was in the back for whatever reason. We do not know. Um, they were driving. It, the car was going at a high rate of speed. It couldn't negotiate a turn um, kind of in a more, I guess it was kind of like a neighborhood area, but it was going too fast. Couldn't negotiate the, the uh, corner. It uh, went off the road and slammed head on into a tree and uh, it burst into flames. And the, the two gentlemen inside passed away. And the car literally burned for four hours. The fire department put about 30,000 gallons of water on it to try to distinguish the flames. Now, we know this is different. And this is the whole, there's a whole lot of issues that I have with this, of course. What were they doing? What were they doing? I think I read the article, they were men in their 50s. Like, they know better. What are they doing? I don't, I don't care. I don't care how how much you want that video footage or that shot or, 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 I mean, like, why would, I don't know, were you filming? Was it for YouTube? Was it for TikTok? What the fuck were you doing? It's sad because now we have two deceased people and grieving families. And it's just very, very sad due to their negligence. It's, it's very, very sad. Um, it's a great PSA. It's a great service, the public service announcement that no matter what, as I speak this right now, there, there is not, there isn't a single autom automotive manufacturer today and anywhere in the world that you can purchase a vehicle that is 100% fully autonomous. They do not exist yet. They are coming. They will exist, but they do not right now. And I, I do think, I do think that naming it autopilot may give people the wrong sense of security as to what it really does. It is a driver assistance software, hardware, cameras. The Teslas don't even run radar and LIDAR, which is a redundant... This is just my opinion now. It's a redundancy um, for safety. Can it do it with just cameras? It does do it with just cameras. But is it is it really 100% safe? Look, more people die in gasoline powered vehicles every day. I get it. Believe me, I know that argument. I, I agree completely. I just feel that I just feel that people are thinking these cars can drive themselves and just do everything and they're trusting them. 
they're falling asleep at the wheel. You know, they're just like chilling, kicking back. They're relaxing. They're getting in the back seat or the passenger seat and like, look, mom, no hands. Like, and then they crash and die. Like this, this is real. This is a, this is a real problem. And it's very, very frustrating to see and hear about. Um, so public service announcement. Yeah, right now. I mean, look, the huge push by 2030. We've heard this. There's a lot of changes going on in the automotive industry right now, being all electric. All right. Which I don't think we're ready for yet. Maybe I'll do maybe I'll do a whole episode. I should do a whole episode just or maybe it's maybe a half a segment or something on like my thoughts on the automotive industry. Because there's a lot of shit going on right now with the EPA and they're cracking down on um, gasoline and, and diesel powered engines and they're cracking down on modifications and on cars and exhaust systems and people are stealing catalytic converters and selling them from for money because they mine the metals, the precious metals in there. And it's just a complete utter chaos and mess right now. And I think I think it's, you know, it's really a form of of control in a way. Uh, I know everyone wants to clean up the earth and we should because we've we've spent so many years polluting it. I just think that I just don't I don't think that going full electric is really the answer right now. I really don't. I mean, do you know how batteries are made? Do you know how to re recycle batteries? Like do you know do you know what happens when they explode and catch fire? They take 4 hours to put out. Most fire departments don't even know how to put out a battery fire of that caliber. They don't. The, the fire department in Houston, Texas said, "We reached out to Tesla to ask them, what do we do to put this out because we spent 30,000 gallons of water to put this battery out and it just, it, it burned itself. Like it, that's it. Like it just, it, we were there for four hours putting it out. Like, what do you, you know what I mean? So then there's electricity. We have the power grid. Who's not ready for all. And like, dude, maybe I should do a whole episode. I have a lot of stuff to talk about and I, I'm all for it. You know, I mean, I'm all, I'm all for this, 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 this push. I'm, I'm all for, um, advancing and cleaning up our world for our future. I'm all for it, but I just, I just feel like we're being rushed into it. I don't think we're ready just yet. Just my little humble opinion. I mean, you want to talk about it? Call me. I'd love to hear about it. I'd love to talk about it. Um, anyway, that's really sad about the Tesla, man. Really, really sad. Um, speaking of internet though, here's some tech stuff about internets. New York state just passed a law requiring ISPs to offer $15 broadband service. Interesting. Internet should become a lot more affordable in New York after the governor of New York signed a bill that requires all internet service providers operating in New York state to offer a $15 a month broadband option for low income customers. So there you go. If you qualify, if you are low income and you qualify for that, you can get $15 broadband high speed internet. The average price of broadband in New York is currently about $50, give or take. And this new bill caps the price at $15 for regular broadband and $20 for high-speed broadband. Okay, $20 for high-speed. Only those who qualify as low-income will qualify for this. Currently, according to the stats, as of reading this article, that's over 7 million people and 2.7 million households that would qualify for that. Here's a little here's a little backstory to this. $15 a month ISPs must provide the greater of two speeds, either 25 download or the speed of the ISP's existing low-income broadband service, all right? That's 25 down. The former 
is the same speed defined as broadband by the FCC, and it's not considered especially speedy. The FCC's 25 down definition of broadband has remained in place since 2015. It has been criticized as it is outdated. Earlier in 2021, a bipartisan group of senators called on the FCC to redefine broadband as 100 megabits per second down and 100 megabits per second up as the default term for broadband. Is that would reflect how people actually use their internet? I could not agree more. 25 is not high-speed broadband internet. It's just not. 100, I would consider that to be high-speed. Wow, 2015, it was 25? Jeez, where? I feel like I feel like that's like, yeah, 2003, that would be considered high-speed. Like, what the fudge? So good news for uh, New Yorkers if uh, if you uh, if you qualify if you're low income you have a little help I think that's great. Um, Apple's doing their event. In fact, it's today. It's the twentieth. I, I wrote this article two days ago. Uh, officially announced spring loaded event. They're calling it April twentieth. It's the first major announcement of twenty twenty one from Apple. Unlike a lot of Apple's events. Its spring events tend to be a bit more scattershot. One year you might see high-end iPad, other more might be more education-focused type of event, or maybe even a launch of a comprehensive service strategy. It's kind of a crapshoot what you're going to get. But this year, the rumors are flying, pointing to maybe a refreshed iPad Pro, potentially with Apple's first mini LED panels. That could be new and cool. That would bring it uh, quite a jump forward. Uh, for the company's uh, tablet display. But uh, we could also see uh, Apple's new AirPods, maybe. Or their long-running... I think they've been rumoring this for like two years now. The long-rumored AirTags. Those are the AirTag trackers. Uh, maybe even a new iPad mini and more. We're not really sure, but it's going to be happening today. I think in a couple hours, actually, recording this. So after you hear this, it will already have happened. So definitely go take a look at the highlights. Those AirTags, I think, are really cool. Very interesting. Um, I'll just give a brief description of how they work. Basically, uh, remember playing the game hot or cold when you were a kid and you'd hide something and then you'd have your friends try to find it and they walk over there and like cold, cold, meaning they're far away from it. And then, oh, you're getting warmer, getting warmer. Oh, you're hot. You're hot. You're hot. You're burning up. You're burning up when they're right next to it. You know, you kind of hot, cold, hot, cold. This is kind of like that. These little air tags will, they're a little device that will go on items that can go missing. Like, let's just say keys, like your car keys or your house keys or something of that nature. And what you can do is you can use your iPhone to find your uh, your keys. If they get lost, you go into the uh, AirTag, whatever have you app. Maybe it will be an app or maybe they'll use Find My. They've renamed it to Find My. It used to be Find My iPhone, but I think they're introducing uh, some third-party support. So they changed it to just Find My find my dot, 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 like what? Find my what? Um, so you use the find my app and you basically just walk around and your phone will start beeping as it gets closer to the air tag. I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant and it's great if you lose something, but uh, how do you attach it to your phone? Cause I'm always losing my phone. Like where can, I'm always like, Steph, can you just call my phone? I, I don't know where it is. We have to listen for it. 
That would be great. Just maybe from the computer or something, maybe from an, another, an iPad or an Apple device. I guess you could use an iPad to find your iPhone. I don't know. I guess you could. So that'd be pretty cool. So those are the, the long rumored air tags. So I think they're going to announce those. That, that'd be my guess. And probably maybe not all of what's rumored, but I think we're going to see maybe a new iPad. I feel like it's time for a new iPad. So maybe something, uh, you know, they're, they're doing really well with their new M1 chip and things are going well for that. Uh, in fact, my older brother just bought one of the new MacBook Pro with the, with the um, M1 chip in it. And my goodness, it's blazing fast. It's insane. Insane. Very, very cool. Uh, system on a chip, SOC. It's uh, the way of the world now. It's going to be pretty good. Um yeah, folks. Yeah, that's uh, that's all I had for my my show here. Let's uh, do the little transition here. How about it? Oh, actually, no. Hang on. Here's a fucking Hot Wheels game right here. This brought you by. Here's the Hot Wheels Track Attack. I got it on display right behind me here. Right behind me. What am I talking about? It wasn't a PS2 Track Attack. THQ baby. Look at this in a little slip cover. Uh, nice. I'll have to check that out. I'm gonna to to give that a whirl. I can't wait to play the Hot Wheels game, man. You know me; I love my racing games. Um, yeah. Anyway, any of this stuff uh, interesting to you? You want to talk about some stuff? I'd love to hear from you. Five zero three nine zero eight fifty four ninety. We don't have any voicemails this week, so we're gonna just wrap it up on that. I appreciate you all so much for being here. I'm gonna give a shout out to the patrons, of course. Much love to you. Ground floor, main floor. Game Lofters. Appreciate y'all. In fact, uh, hey, uh, main floor and above, I just posted. I Well, I'm going to post it after this. I'm done recording. Uh, I just posted a after party talking more and more and more about the, uh, the future of BR and uh, what games we want to see. And also I talked about some mini consoles and my predictions for the future of mini consoles. So uh, definitely get in your Patreon um, uh, homepage there and take a look in your activity feed because you're going to see a new video from me up in this. I appreciate you all so much for being here. Thank you for everything. Heinehouse.com is the website. Join me every week right here. Usually at the beginning of the week, Monday, Tuesdays, I release these shows. And uh, catch me on the weekends, Saturday night on twitch.tv slash the Heinehouse. I'd love to see you. Stop by, say hi. The water's great. Nice and warm. Don't, don't even need to dip your toe in. Just jump in. It's perfect. I've got it warmed up perfectly for you. <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a fantastic day. Much love to you. We'll see you next week. Bye now.